Hi guys, hope all is well, hope all is well. Delon reported in for another podcast. Sorry I haven't um, done one in ages. Main reason is I changed roles for my career. I've been really busy and also I've been partying, having fun. It's actually quite hard being a creative genius like this. You have to have get time alone, you know, think about what you're going to talk about. And um, so I respect creative people who have full-time jobs. It's actually harder than you think. There are a lot of people who would criticize creative people, but I ain't one of them now. I respect you, Kurt Cobain. But yeah, so what is this podcast going to be about uh, today, this month? It's going to be a couple of things. Main one will be gentrification, why I'm pro-gentrification and I fucking love it. I know it's a, like a, a tarred word, right, going around now. A lot of people are like, it's like a dirty word. A lot of old people, gentrification, this, that, fuck off. So yeah, what's been happening down under, I guess, um, it's been pretty weird, hasn't it? I guess in Christchurch, that mosque massacre that just recently happened. It's just pretty much a new face of terror. But like, there's, it's like the same guys, like the jihad guy and the white nationalist guy, they're exactly the same kind of guy. It's kind of weird, the guy who's, um, who's in Australian, wasn't he? He lived, what's his name? Brenton Tarrant. Chris Tarrant, who's a good footballer. Um, but um, he has such a fuckwit, huh? Like, he just walked into a house of, like, church, whatever. What is he, worship? And he opened fire. Like, it's it's like almost he tried to create a meme, I felt like. Like, was, he went Facebook Live. That was, this is, this whole, like, problems are created through this new wave of social media because it's just so weird it's just fucking bizarre and fucking disgusting um but i guess it's like the white nationalists and jihadist killers they're exactly the same i guess they're two groups that hate each other but they have the same methods and morals in they just want to correct they want to create you know they justify extreme violence self-defense of their culture and you know what's weird they're often they're often like everything happens through social media where they tap into this subculture of resentment I think that's that's the weirdest part of this like these guys sitting behind a computer they have nothing to do in life like they're not part of their white culture they're not even part of the Muslim community if they really were they wouldn't do that so, yeah, I, I looked into this guy's um, thing. It's, it's kind of weird. Like, he apparently went to um, to France and to Stock, and he had that 11-year-old Swedish girl kill, scrolled on his gun. So something that's like 20,000 kilometers away, he would justify the murder of Muslim children in New Zealand. It's just fucking strange. So they just all they just all hang out in the dark web. It's just so paranoid in self righteousness. As now you know what I'm 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 all for fucking the government to look at everything you do on the web webs websites and all that. Fuck it. If you're a normal citizen and all you do is look up those weird porn stuff like that's like you know like occasionally mature porn or just like questionable six a.m. 
after a big session porn. If that's all you do on the internet, then so be it, Leo. But if it, like, let's find this terrorist. But deaths on terrorism from like January 2010, I know facts. From jihadists, it's only 544. The right wing's 220. Ooh, they're catching up. It's not that much if you really think about it. A fucking storm in fucking Africa killed 1,000 people in two days. It's just how they do it. It's just that we're still living the most safest era of of all for everyone. So it is fucked. I did like what that New Zealand Prime Minister did. She's she's cool about it. I think um, she's done a lot. I thought she wore that little thingy. She'd done a headscarf to show that her attack on Muslims attack on all New Zealanders. Imagine what Donald Trump would do. You know. Um, So New Zealand's New Zealand's in a funny place too. Like, it they do they do hide a lot of stuff, and they've been lax on crime, in a sense. They have more bikies than army members, so they didn't need get tougher on crime. I'm glad the gun roll has gone through. So yeah, so that's my take on that fucked up incident. I don't think it's a big. It's not a big deal. It is fucked up. It's an abnormal deal. I think most people... Not, if you've ever gone to, like, a football game, and there's, like, 99 point... I think I might have said this before, but, like, percent of the people are great, and it's that 1%, or even less, who's a fuckwit. So the world's in a good place, and um, I think we need to be careful of what we need. We need careful social media, and also the dark web. And I think, yeah, I saw that Julian Assange got arrested, too. He should have just gone to the Swedish court in the first place for that rape if he's not guilty. So he's been in five years in Ecuador, embassy in London. Now he's gone to um, the US. He's going to get fucked. Trump hates him. He's fine. And so does Hillary Clinton. Why Hillary? Out of nowhere. Hillary comes out of nowhere. So back to the topic, or start my topic it's gentrification. So, I'm in praise of gentrification. I love it. Why, you ask? Yeah, because I'm a coffee, hipster-loving faggot. I mean, hipster-loving person. Yes, I do like avocado on my toast. Don't like my cappuccinos. I like my filtered coffee. Um, so, why do people hate it? I guess it's because they believe lifelong residents are evicted and forced to leave. Um, in California, like, I guess, well, I'll go back to my, why I like gentrification. I grew up in East St. Kilda, in Balaclava, and it was just a fucking shithole when I was growing up. Did I fall in love with it when I moved there from beautiful Sri Lanka? No, I fucking hated it. There's a KFC, Red Roost on the street, there's scumbags, junkies everywhere. I did like it, but I didn't fall in love with it. And I thought about this, when did I start loving it? Like my area. I truly love my area. I think when the coffee came in and when like the area got cool. And that's when I started really loving it. I didn't love it when they had the arcade and people getting... There's a guy going around stabbing, taking people's like Achilles off in the Coles car park. And you couldn't hang out in Barclays Station because you're going to get scared. You're going to get bashed by TKO or ROC gangs. But oh, don't worry, I was, I was connected. I was connected with the boys. <laughs> yeah, but and then, and this this is what happened. So 
if you go back to um, to 1980s after the stock crash. So gentrification happened in a lot of places. Like obviously where I live now in Shoreditch, Hackney area, from East St Kilda to Fitzroy, in back in home to Brooklyn in New York, and um, where else? I guess Berlin. I don't. I don't know much about that. Um, maybe I guess in Paris, in Belleville's happening at the moment. Uh, where else? So that's the main areas that I cover. I guess where my fans come from, where you boys all listen to. Um, so it happened in the after the stock crash. Most most of the most a lot of prog- progressive people did not want to be those fucking suit wearing pink suit um, Wolf of Wall Street kind of people. This is where this is where the lazy culture comes from. This is my theory on all this gentrification. These people, the predominantly white progressive people, realize that. No black guy, no ethnic minority is going to hurt you. Main, the mainly the crime is crime is normally when black black on crime is that's predominantly the crime is gangsters fighting gangsters. There might be the petty crime, but there's not that serious crime. So they moved into these areas like Fitzroy, Collingwood, Hackney, Brooklyn, Bronx, and they bought it for cheap. And then they created these coffee hubs where they could hang out. So these guys are very lucky because they had security from their families to do nothing. Do you know like Wayne's World, like that little smoke weed? And But they created a culture of like this coffee. But they're learning. They wanted to bring in the cu- culture. But they got real lucky. So this is the only problem with Jennifer that's going to go. The internet came along. All this business came along, and these lazy people got so lucky. It's like fucking gold. They created all these business, and um, they 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 followed. They jumped in. Lots of people got rich. The new rich. So all these they got all, they got lucky in that sense. So the only problem now with gentrification is like, where the, where's the luck going to come for us, our generation? Nowhere. We're still lucky. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. So, so the main problem is the the lack of investment. I think, um, say, like in Brooklyn or Fitzroy or whatever, in in the non like white neighborhoods where um, where no one's helping them stay. But um, if you, I've looked at data. I've looked at data, data, or data, what they like to say. Um, that, uh, where is it? Where is it? I wrote it down somewhere. Oh yeah, a study by Lance Freeman and Frank Braccioni found that poor residents living in New York gentrified neighborhoods during the 90s were actually less likely to move than poor residents of non-gentrified areas. A follow-up study found the same results. So most people were li- more likely to leave if they had no mortgages or low credit scores. So 
I do like I do I do believe in gentrification because the people who move to these cool um, ethnic areas are pretty progressive people. They're cool. They do integrate with the the non-whites or whatever, and they do. And it's a good area. I, and I do like the culture they bring in. They're not bringing in. Um, I know it's a bit annoying. They they are bringing in progressive movements like veganism, which I hate. A vegetarian coffee culture, which I like. So hit and miss, and they do like. And they're not bringing in just a boozy kind of environment. So, like, East London was a fucking shithole. No one wanted to live there. But now, everyone wants to live here. So, my main thing is, like, you had your chance to make it good. Now it's now it's up and coming. Now East and West London is going to be this cool. It's not just the West London. There's, like, coffee areas you can hang out. There's, like, even cool bars. So, it's... So things happen, things change, and you got to go with it. So I think it's, I think it all comes down to I think my views on life in a sense. I've changed. I saw that the Coachella is starting now, and someone and Tyler the Creator wrote something about people go to Coachella to tell other people to they're going there or something. I'm like, yeah, but who cares? Like if people are doing that, like why does it matter? I think everything is like. Everything such puts on this negative thing that if someone's doing that and they're happy, who cares? Do it. Go to Coachella to wear your hot bikinis, your fake tits to take a picture on Instagram. Do it. If you're upset about that, maybe you're on Instagram too long, too much. Or that you need to reevaluate yourself and to go out there and do two pills and be happy. So that's my main thing at the moment. So that's 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 about it for gentrification because I can't be fucked talking about it. Sporting wise, Geelong's back. Geelong is back. AFL is fucked, by the way. So the skill level in the AFL is disgusting at the moment. Main issue is these guys holiday for at least twenty weeks. They got too much rights. If you look at um, football, at the moment in football. Like, players, they don't have any rights. They get traded to fucking Spain. They get traded to fucking um, you know, America or whatever, anywhere. Any country, if you're not performing. I think AFL needs to go on this, on this thing. Look, your position is privilege. You're getting paid millions just to kick a ball around. You need to perform. Like, people ask to get traded from Brisbane back to Melbourne because they're getting homesick and you're getting paid like 400k a year. So that's my main issue with the, and again, too much holidays. The skill levels appalling. So Paul Roos, he said that too. So that's pretty good. Um, EPL soccer. That's been unbelievable at the moment. It's it's been really good. I still can't get into it to be fair because the guys are such fucking pussies. It really gets to me. I think that it burns me. What, what fucking pussies they are. Well, that's been going to hurt. Oh yeah, basketball. The that's been going shit. Absolutely, it's so cringy basketball sometimes. That Dwayne Wade um leaving, it's like a rap show that's gone cringe. It's just cringe. People can't deny that's all these just cringe. But but how they just it's the nineties. Bring back nineties b-ball where it's not cringe. Where it's like grit. That's what basketball's suffering from. Bit of grit, bit of manliness, bit of hatred. That's what I like about sport. A bit of hatred. 
um, I just, oh, fuck me, dead. I watched Israel fight that um, Kevin Cunt. One of the best fights I've ever seen in my life. That was great. Unbelievable scenes. Unbelievable scenes. Culture. Let's talk about culture. Culture. What is culture? Um, I recently watched, I mean, into the Hong Kong films, film scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys must hate me after I said that. Fuck, I sound like a wanker. Watch this Infernal Affairs. This this has inspired Martin Skorsky. How do you pronounce it? Martin Skorsky? Skorsky's Departed. It's so good. It's it's unbelievable. And um if you if you want to go into more Asian films, watch Old Boy. It's in um South Korean. Unbelievable. Old Boy is a must watch. And also if you want to go into the more Asians to Indonesia, watch Raid. Oh bang! Tick a tock tack. That is good too. And if you want to go into oh, back down under to Australian films, um oh my god, Wake and Fright. Wake and Fright, that is unbelievable film. Unbelievable. And if you want to go in up 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 all the way to Denmark. Denmark fuck it in film from Denmark. Um Hunter. Hunter is this paint I think it's Hunter Hunter is this um about this paint jewelry guys stealing um films. It's that's a really good film actually. I got it, I forgot the name but I'll put it on the on my blog that I'm not writing. Um that's good. And if you want to go back to the king of the best film industry in the world, Hollywood. Hollywood, what would I recommend that I watch recently? What would I recommend? Oh! Ace Ventura. I just watched that again. Fuck Ace Ventura. It's such a transphobia film because the main villain is a transphobia and it's I couldn't make that film these days. It's ridiculous how inappropriate it is, but it's so good. <laughs> this transphobia girl is hot. Kisses oh and bangs everyone in the cop station. Oh you gotta watch it. Jim Carrey is I fucking love him man. He really gets me. I really re- relate to Jim Carrey's kind of comedic not give a fuck attitude. Yeah so that's a couple of my movie things at the moment. Um, books, I haven't read any books at the moment, I've been reading The Economist, because I, I like to pretend, I like to go to a coffee shop, put, read The Economist, and like, read a couple of articles, and drink a coffee, and then like, check if girls are looking at me, and feel good about myself, yeah, I do that, I'm so sad, pathetic, um, apart from that, yeah, that's about it for my Monday morning, for my, most of my listeners would be, I'm assuming, in Australia. So my Monday morning podcast. Maybe I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this every Monday. I'm going to do this now just for 20 minutes. A little podcast about my views and life and my thoughts. So yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, oh yeah. How could I forget? My sponsors. Seeker Tables. Have you heard of that? It's actually will be fucking nice for Europe at the moment. You put this table on the ground and then you can have a picnic. It's unbelievable. Um, I'll post it on my Instagram. 
It's, uh, it's Josh Herdman from Elwood. He'll make it directly for you. It's a beautiful startup. Also, um, I am busy from Simon Rowe. Connect him on Instagram. He's absolutely doing bits down there in Richmond. He runs Richmond. He's, he's, he's got a hot sister too that I'm keen on. Hi, baby. And um, yeah, what else? Um, Yo, actually, um, Freddy's Pizza, I saw that too. Everyone get down to Chapel Street. Daniel Luzzi started a pizza shop. It looks amazing. All these guys started startup, small business. I fucking love it. Like, honestly, that's the way to go. I used to think like, man, going up, you're like, oh, we have to go to uni. Get a fucking degree. Go to a career job. And then you just work eight hours. You get no um, independence. You're just eight hours to a boss. Start a small business. You might work 12 hours for the... F- two, three years, but fuck. That's your own independence. You know Uber drivers in London are more happier than corporate workers? They didn't understand on that. Because they get fucking own independence when they work hard, how hard they want to do. So yeah, anyway, that's my rant. So I would like to start a small business. I'm actually thinking about it. Even like a convenience shop, I want to be that like little um, curry geezer, like that Sri Lankan guy. I put a fake accent to and I'd be like, oh, would you like some lollipops? <laughs> I'll be like something like that. Anyway, I gotta go. I gotta yeah, um it's gonna be um Liverpool versus Chelsea in a couple of hours. I'm gonna get fucked up Sunday. Bye. Thank you for listening.